Hey everyone, welcome back to Raising Unicorns by Harmon Brothers. And in today's episode, we explain how truth in comedy and truth in marketing work together to sell your products like nobody's business. Unicorns are real. In the past eight years, Harmon Brothers has helped raise five unicorns. Yes, that's five companies with a billion dollar valuation, with at least six more companies right on the cusp of becoming unicorns. Here on Raising Unicorns, we share the lessons we've learned to help you grow your business by tens or even hundreds of millions of dollars. It's time to start raising a unicorn of your own. Hey guys, welcome to Raising Unicorns. I'm Caitlin Snow, a partner in CD at Harmon Brothers, and we got here with us Ryan, also a CD. Hello fans, I'm back. I know you've been <laughs> waiting, so wait no longer. <laughs> Stop shining, Ryan. You're outshining me. <laughs> well, they just came for a big dose of Ryan and... <laughs> they got it. They got it. <laughs> Sweet. So today we're going to be talking about truthful marketing, which I thought was a really interesting kind of topic to dive into just because, I mean, there's a lot of stereotypes about advertising. There's like mad men, you know, and yeah. everything. I think that Harmon Brothers, like, I mean, I've been around since almost the beginning with them. And, and I think we've done a really good job, you know, trying to be as, as authentic and honest. So we're just going to kind of dive in and talk about it. Cool. Sounds good. Take us away, Ryan. One thing that everybody probably already knows is that we use humor to help sell products. And sometimes we use that simply to keep interest in the ad. But a lot of times there's a lot of truth to the jokes that we make. Mm -hmm. So for example, in one of our recent campaigns, Skull Shaver. We have this sequence where the spokesperson, Mr. Smooth, goes into a barbershop and he's going through different examples of the competitors. And so first he approaches this really handsome barber, played by me. Mm, and, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and he's saying like, yeah, you can go to the barber and this is all to shave your head, right? You can go to the barber, but it costs a lot of money. And so it's like, okay, that's true. And all of that's true. And then he says as a tag, plus he won't shut up about his kids, which isn't really what happens when you go into a barbershop probably, but it's just like a fun joke to keep things moving and, you know, keep things fun. But then he moves over to a guy shaving his head with a one of those cheap Bic razors. Mm -hmm. And he goes, yeah, you could use one of these cheap Bic razors. It's, you know, it's a lot cheaper than a skull shaver, but then you're going to leave your head a patchy, bloody mess. And then he reveals the guy's head, like the side of the head that the guy's shaving and it's covered in cuts. And so the way that it's presented is really fun, but it's totally like, that's the truth. That's what's going to happen. It's, it's a lot easier to cut your head, to cut yourself mm -hmm. when you're using a cheap razor. Those are examples of just like a joke for the sake of keeping it engaging and then a joke that is based in truth. I feel like jokes exaggerate the truth, but because they're used in a very obviously humored way, like the audience accepts it and knows like that it's not us saying, when you use Bic Razor, you will yeah. on average get 19 cuts <laughs> on your head, you know, or like the scar tissue is 75% more, you know, like. Yeah, it's not like the beginning of those infomercials where they're black and white and they're like fumbling with everything. It's not where it's like, okay, that was exaggerated and not for the sake of humor. That was for the sake of trying to manipulate people into thinking they need this product that they're about to pitch. But this, it's like clearly a joke based in truth, but yes, exaggerated, yeah. like you said. And the viewer sees the exaggeration of like all the little nicks and stuff. And they laugh because like there's truth in it. And they're like, 
oh yeah, I've had those nicks. Exactly. Right? They can relate to that. And mm -hmm. it's kind of like memes nowadays. There's a lot of memes out there that are based in truth. And so people will share them. And, you know, they say like, oh, that's so me, even though it's like some exaggerated thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yeah. So I'd say maybe like the kind of principle in this area is like the jokes are highlighting and perhaps like magnifying truth, right? What would be the wrong way of doing that? <laughs> you know? The wrong way of doing it would just be like making up a false pain point for the competitor mm, or something yeah. like that and then making a joke out of it. Because you could say like, oh, this product does this. And they don't actually. And it doesn't. And so it's like, mm, no, I think that's... Yeah, you, like, can, you can yeah. get sued for those things. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Which we Not don't. only are you dishonest, but there's a <laughs> price tag on that. Yeah. So on that same kind of note, I talked about how you can lean into the negative of your product or just like the common things people would retort to say, oh, I don't need that because, right? Mm. And so with FiberFix, we did this. People like, can't I just hire a plumber? You know, instead of use this, it's kind of like a duct tape, but it actually hardens and sets. And so like... It's it's a permanent, you know, solution for, for these, like, cracks or breaks or whatever. Okay, so you're saying, like, be honest about potential things that could be seen as downsides, but, like, get up front about them and then yeah. show how they're not actually a downside? Yeah, so, for instance, one was, like, well, can't you just call a plumber? Why would I need fiber fix? I'll just call a plumber. And the line is, like... Sure, you can call him and he'll, you know, bill you for the consultation and any price of the new parts, the labor, you know, your dignity and your wife. <laughs> just, like, just like keeps going. So he's, he's making the point like, yeah, you don't need fiber fix, but who knows how much this is going to cost? Like, you know, those sort of service bills just always are bigger than you expect, right? Yes. And then the other one I thought of was with Squatty Potty, people are like, well, can't you just use a stack of books? Why am I paying, <laughs> you know, X amount of dollars for this plastic that I could just use for stuff I already have? And so, like, we highlighted that, and I think that's honest to tell people. And it actually even, it, it shows the concern, and then it resolves it before they can even think of it, you know? Yeah. But it was like, sure, you can you can use a stack of books. And there's some joke about people who, <laughs> only uncultured people would use their books in their bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Essentially is what so I So I actually have a funny story about this, the true story. So two of my youngest brothers were living together a while back. And the youngest one, like, and, and they were both aware of Squatty Potty. Mm -hmm. and the youngest one was a believer in it, but he didn't want to pay for it. And so he kept a longboard in the bathroom <laughs> and then I forget what else he stacked on top but he stacked something else on top so he did essentially yeah. the same thing yeah and so my parents bought him a squatty potty for his birthday I think a couple years ago and my other brother was so relieved because he was so sick, sick of, of that long boy yeah yeah and it's designed for the task that's another thing that it <laughs> it slides into the toilet and hides away for when yeah. you don't need it so your other brother was happy about that yeah and I was happy to tell my brother I was like actually long boards are for writing yeah, and he was like, oh my gosh. And, and not for pooping. Yeah, and those are actually way more expensive than squatty potties. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what if you broke that while you're pooping? Yeah. That's pretty funny. Oh, and another thing this kind of reminds me of, maybe this pertains a lot of times with the price point of certain products. Mm -hmm. They can seem a bit daunting and people can be very skeptical of them because it's like, well, why am I paying that much for this product? I feel like that's too much. So people could potentially see it and be like, that's pretty expensive because uh, I think it's currently, the one we were highlighting, I think is currently about $110. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, that's pretty expensive for like a razor. But if you really look at it, it's like, 
Okay, you can do this super fast by yourself very comfortably, whereas if you went to the barber to get a straight edge razor shave, which are awesome, mm -hmm. but they're expensive and you have to go take the time to go over there and you have to schedule an appointment and everything. And plus with the skull shaver, they last a long time. The blades last forever. Mm -hmm. There's like all of these components that support that price. And so you got to get out ahead of people and like really address that. If you see people potentially being concerned with the price, you've got to address it mm -hmm. and calm that concern up Well, front. and say like, hey, for as long as these razors last, you could be going to the barber X amount of time, yeah. which is like so much more money, right? Than so the much purchase. more. Yeah. Yeah. And it really puts it in perspective. Yeah. We always encourage our clients to have, you know, those sorts of stats or things that you can hang your hat on and say like, look, this is the benefit of the product. Like these mm -hmm. power claims, right? And we really want to make sure they've done their research and their homework so that those power claims are in fact yeah. accurate because like if you try to get a, a quick sale and you're you're doing a, a power claim that's not accurate it's just going to breed like a bad customer experience right so you're not going to be getting return customers you're not going to be getting good reviews or or happy mm -hmm. you know like things about it in the marketplace and so like it pays to be honest about it and to like set the expectations for yeah. the customer. Cause like there's some things in life, you know, you have different expectations. And so maybe like an event or something, it totally sucks because your expectations were different. But if you'd been told beforehand, oh, you'd yeah. been like, oh, that, this was fine. Oh right? yeah. It's all about those expectations and also why you want it. Right. Exactly. Even with movies, if someone like overhypes a movie, that can ruin it for you, you know? Yep. Or if they're advertised in a way that's a little misleading, people can be really disappointed. I think... I think like, that, I thought this was a rom-com. Yeah, exactly. Or, no, yeah. I think a lot of people were disappointed back in the day with The Village at first because they thought it was going to be like this crazy horror movie. And then it wasn't Right, it was, much it was so. slow. It was more of a thriller, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, so stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, and kind of moving on to setting expectations. So with Lumi, when we first worked with them, we were trying to figure out the messaging. So, I mean, you, you tell people this is a deodorant and you can use it in your pits and your privates, right? And it was kind of like a, you rub it in, right? And it wasn't just a, the chalky kind of like deodorant. You guys can't see me, but I like did deodorant under my armpit just now. <laughs> Ryan saw. She's applying deodorant to her armpit. Yes. <laughs> so the problem was they know it's for private and we need to tell them to rub it in. But we also have to say like, warning, don't rub it inside your body. Right. Because that might be something they're like, well, if you're telling me I can use it on my privates. Right. <laughs> and so like this is a really hard one to set expectations for. But withholding that information, you know, I think would have been harmful for the customer because, yeah. like, warning, don't put it inside <laughs> your body. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They needed to know, but it was also, oh, we don't want to scare them. And it's also, like, just muddying up, you know, all the messaging and stuff. Yeah, there's so much you already have to cover. Yeah, and it took a really long time for me to figure out, because I was directing that one and going over the script a lot, how to say that fast because we mm -hmm. had two uh, paragraphs in our audio visual script. And it was like, how do I condense this? And so for the pits, apply Lumi like normal. For everywhere else, apply like a lotion. And oh. I was just like, yes! <laughs> because Genius. you don't put lotions in your body, nope. but you rub it in. And you can also expect that when you, once you put lotion on, it's still kind of there. Yeah. You know? And some people are like, well, it's weird. Like, I can feel it in my armpit. And it's on my hands. Why is my deodorant on my hands? But you're like, well, you put lotion on your hands, and it's just fine. You yeah. Know? So it was a good way to, to kind of set those expectations. And it ended up, I think, that like... Being willing to tackle that problem and not brush it aside by, you know, 
being dishonest or omitting. Yeah, yeah. It actually led us to like a better way to explain the product and they've used it in multiple commercials since then. It seems so obvious now. It's like, oh yeah, that's just what you say. That's how you describe it. Mm -hmm. But if you were to say like, okay. But it wasn't and I'm a genius. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're (laughs) you're tasked with it before that's ever, before that was ever written, it's like, okay, how do I do this? Yeah. Because it's really hard to write clear, succinct messaging a lot of the time. Yeah. So yeah, just another, it was cool to see the the benefit from that, right? Yeah, I love that. It's not a drag to have to present your product truthfully. (laughs) Also, like over the, you know, over time, if you have that practice and you're always making sure to be honest and upfront about everything, that just builds your reputation. And so that's going to attract more of the right people to you. Yeah, totally. And another thing is it's easy to tell the truth when you love the product. Yes. You know, we've worked with so many products that we use and we love. Yeah. So we've also just kind of been lucky in that way. We've been very lucky. Yeah. Because we still use, like in our personal lives, apart from work, we're still using a lot of them, right? Yeah, what do you use? So I have a Squatty Potty, of course. me too. It's one of the the best. I have a purple mattress. me too. (laughs) I have one of, I'm not bald, so I don't use the Pitbull Skull Shaver, but I do use their beard trimmer. Nice. And so, and yeah, I love that. I use their Third Love bras. Do you use those? I don't, but if I continue on the pizza for every meal diet, I will. I think I'm on a crash course to needing one. Nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> no, uh, there's lots, and there's and there's some right now that we're talking with clients that we can't say right now because they haven't signed, but it, or they're potential clients, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh man, I love your product. I really hope we can work together because that it doesn't feel like work. It'll just be like I'll be so excited to get up every day. And there's clients that have recently signed that I'm just so excited about because we love their products. Like we have a campaign coming out for Lifespan Fitness Treadmills. Oh, yeah. And we've got like seven or so of them in the office. And so like we can have them, we have them at a bunch of our desks. We can work while walking. And it's so great for getting your creative juices flowing, for, you know, just it's for your posture, for burning calories, like so many things. The creative director, Tiffany, was like perfect match for that because she Mm -hmm. just like – grasped onto that and was like, I love this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 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 I still have slice cutters. They're actually talking to us about some more content. We did some content for them last year, but right. it's essentially this ceramic blade that is, has a, I don't know the technical terms, but, <laughs> but the, the way that the blade is cut makes it so that it doesn't actually cut you to the touch. If you were to like poke or even drag it across your skin. Uh huh. But when you apply a lot of pressure, it's really fine and precise. I use it for all my like Amazon stuff and I have one in my bedroom. I have one in my kitchen. It's one of those things where I'm like, how did I live life before this? <laughs> you know, that's how you know it's a good product. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you never want to go back. Yeah. It's easy to tell the truth when you fall in love with their product and then just you fall in love with telling the story the best, you know, how, so. Yeah. A lot of times that can be an easy way to know who to work with if we have different people approaching us and we try their products out because we do that. We'll try them out. It's important for us to have stuff that we are just bought into. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it takes trying it, right? There'll be samples that come in and people are like, I don't know, and they try it and they're like, can I have more? You know, and other times the samples are just... Like, I want one too. Where are they? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's a bunch of those. And then sometimes, for whatever reason, we'll be talking with somebody. They'll send their their product over. And I'll be hesitant to try it because it just just doesn't look interesting to me. Then I do try it. And I'm like, oh, I'm interested. Get Mm -hmm. on a call with them. They tell you more about it. And you keep using it. It's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to do a video with these guys. But then, for whatever reason, if they have something going on on their end and they have to kind of step back for a little while, 
then it's so disappointing. Yeah. And it's like, ah, and we have that going on right now with somebody for whatever reason, but they're still talking with us, but it's kind of on the back burner right now. And I'm just like, oh, please sign with us. I want to do stuff for you guys. I, I think it's so great because we want to tell other people about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, look what it's done for me. I want to share this. When you get good news, you want to share good news, right? So that's, yeah, yeah that's how I feel about well, them. It's interesting when at first you are hesitant to use the product and then you use it and that experience just sells you because then you're able also to look at what are the objections and the biases I have to overcome. I know a lot, uh, quite a few people that work at Angel, right? Angel Studios and they're the ones that helps the chosen fundraise to to get season one off the ground and Mm -hmm. now they're on season three. And like, I know personally some people who were very big in helping to make that happen. And I like, you know, one, I'm Christian, so you think like, oh, okay, that's like a, yeah. a shoe in. And then two, it's like I know people who know the creator and, you know, have worked with them. And I just I still had my reservations of, oh, I'm sure it's good, but it's probably like a churchy show that's not as entertaining as other ones and felt more like a chore, you know. And then I finally started watching it when I was on maternity leave and I was like, oh my gosh, and I binged it, you know? <laughs> and so we've been working with The Chosen and we did like our devil campaign, which was kind of the, a screw tape letters anti-spokesperson, you know? Uh-huh. Don't watch The Chosen. They, <laughs> they actually have, they hired cinematographers that know what they're doing and you feel <laughs> things for the characters, you know? And, Is that your Kellen? Uh, well, yes, it was not good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, 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 no, I heard this, it. This is my Kellen. Don't watch The Chosen. <laughs> I don't know if Kellen listens to this podcast, but <laughs> so, I hope he does. <laughs> yeah, Kellen, you got to watch it. Kellen's one of, Kellen is one of our amazing, like he's written probably the most of any writer as far as the yeah. amount of campaigns throughout, yeah, throughout the history he's been with of, us since, of us. Yeah, what, five years or so? I think since 2016, maybe even. Wow, so six, yeah. lots. Yeah. But yeah, so he's the devil in this campaign and it was very helpful for me to you know, I was kind of in that target audience of the people that weren't just these first hardcore fans that latched totally. on, but kind of needed that like extra push because they had preconceived notions. So. Oh, totally. Like I think most people do, right? It's yeah. like, well, especially people that like us who love movies, you know, we love good movies and stuff, which is part of the reason why we're in this industry because it's like kind of related. And so like when a show about Jesus comes out, first thing we think, oh, another low budget. Cheesy, yeah. Yeah. Low budget. You know, they're going to talk with the thousand dimes or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Which I'm okay with because I'm fancy, but. Uh. <laughs> nice. So yeah, it's a little bit of a, of, a, of a segue, but I think it can be helpful and I think really helps in truthful marketing when you've been on that other side mm-hmm. and you've had to be convinced. 100%. Yeah. So. I love the way that you put that. I'm glad you brought that up because that's so true. So another thing that you can do to build credibility and that trust with your audience for a product is involving a third party research company. Yeah, when Lumi came to us, they were either in the process or just finished a study with Princeton Consumer Research. And we used it in in our first ad with them. And it says, like, in a head-to-head study with Native and Smiths, Lumi controls odor over six times longer than both, I think is, is how it's phrased. Yeah, yeah. And then we have a chart and it shows, like, ours and it shows Native Smiths and then it shows, whoop, like, Lumi, right? And it has all the legal mumbo-jumbo at the bottom, (laughs) you know, referencing it, which is good because a little bit later, they actually had some legal action filed against them from one of those companies. I forget which one, but they were able to back their claims and say, look, this is is not us smearing you guys. This was like, here's the research. Yeah. So, you know, we're glad like they took the time to, you know, get it accredited essentially, you know, validated so that it 
doesn't bite you in the butt at the end. Yeah. And it, it's so worth it because, I mean, they grew – they were already on a great growth trajectory, but our ad really put them on the map with, you know, more growth and more of a household name. And so I'm glad that they had that forethought to be like, hey, let's get yeah. like, third-party stuff, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and it's and it wasn't to – like you said, it wasn't to slight the other brands. It's just a matter of fact. It's like, look, this is better, and this is how much better, and we're not the ones saying it. That's their words. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, and it was, oh, it was so great as a director to be like, oh, wait, you have what? You have a study? Tell me, what is this? You know, and to be able to use it in the ad because once we introduced the problem of being smelly and this is the musical ad and this French woman's singing, like we introduce Lumi and we go into the bathroom and that's like the first thing she says that leads yeah. with it because it's the most powerful thing up front that you like want people to remember. So powerful. So. Incredibly powerful. Yes. Love that. Another thing I think that really helps with truthful marketing is highlighting customer reviews. Uh, we go through um, when we get new products and, and we'll kind of do an audit of their reviews and you can see the consistencies throughout people of things that they love or things that they they don't like, you know. And with Kizik, people just loved how easy it was to put on, but there were some really poignant ones about ladies who were pregnant. Mm. <laughs> and at the time when we were working on Kizik, Mandy Harmon was the the CD on that one. I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I I bought some and it was just game changer. Yeah. It was like, I don't have to ask my husband to tie my shoes. Like <sighs> it doesn't have to be a big thing. And so when it was my turn to work on that client, we were doing kind of some shorter videos. I really wanted to highlight that value prop of like pregnant ladies are going to love it. And the cool thing is, is if a pregnant lady thinks it's comfortable, like that also validates it for people who aren't pregnant. Exactly. It's not like you have to be pregnant to buy this. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, she likes it. Yeah. Then I think I can get down with yeah. this. Right. And so we did an ad for them that had one of the reviews, and I think it was something like, I'm eight months pregnant and not having to ask my husband for help to put on shoes is a game changer. You know, something to that effect. Mm -hmm. And fun fact, I got to be the pregnant lady in it. (laughs) And I was like, oh, this feels true. This is is my truth. This is my daily life right now. Yeah, you weren't acting. (laughs) You starred, but you weren't acting. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And that ad did really well for them. I was talking to to Blake over there, and, and he said that it was one of their most successful ads have ever run and I think it's just because it's authentic like it's it's something that the customers loved and we were able to to present that in a way that people realized oh my gosh I would love that too and on a personal note that was very validating to me because before we did that my very first concept that I pitched Mm -hmm. to Kizik had a female spokesperson who was nine months pregnant that's I don't awesome. want to give any of the rest of it away because I don't want anybody to steal it in case we ever use it. <laughs> but it was so fun. And I love, yeah, I just think. Yeah, it, no, you, but, were, yeah. you were right on the money with that, you know. And I actually bought, before they released, they're kind of, they have great styles. You know, they're really modern and fun. Before they released those, they had some that were a bit more conservative and just like looked like. Yeah. You know, they weren't, they weren't quite as like modern. Right. And. I bought those and I'm like, I'm spending a pretty penny to buy them, but I'm like, but it's going to be worth it because I'm pregnant and I, you know, <laughs> and I did and I did not regret it, you know. And then since then, like I bought, I have like six pairs, you know. Yeah, I think I have, yeah. I think I have three. They're, they're, <laughs> they're so great. fun. They should make sandals because the only reason I'm not wearing them right now is because like summer I'm wearing sandals. Oh, interesting. But so, you can already slip on your sandals. What would they do for No, you? I mean, I, I got these. Oh, Kota those kinds of sand- ones. Oh, I mean, I, I don't know, just somehow. You know? Okay. So not flip-flops, but like sandals. Like a Tiva or something. Like a Tiva, yeah. Yeah. So Kizik, if you're listening. Yeah, Kizik, I know you're listening to every single <laughs> second of our podcasts. Yeah. With all uh, the free time you have. 
what, one other thing maybe I'll add when it comes to, you know, talking with clients and seeing if they're right fit to is have they nailed the product, right? Because if they don't know what their the benefits of their product are or if they don't know how their product works, it's hard for us to explain how it works and then that misaligned expectation, you know? Yeah. Have you personally had that challenge before? Yes. So we had an awesome ad for a company. We've done ads for them before, but we actually didn't release it because they made some changes to the product. Oh, I remember this one. And our commercial was then kind of outdated. And so it was unfortunate because it's a really cool commercial. Yeah. And they had a great idea, but essentially we made an ad about an idea, not one that was like tested in the marketplace. Didn't that happen twice with two different clients, if I'm not mistaken? There was another client, yeah. yeah. I, just, I didn't work with them personally. You oh, know? Okay. But I mean, the client that I'm talking about, like they're great. We've worked with them a lot and they're very entrepreneurial and like, yeah. you know, as many, many amazing business people do, they bite off more than they can chew. <laughs> and granted, they have a lot of success doing it. Yeah, But yeah, this yeah. was just a, the one that needed more feedback from the customer you know, that that eventually made it so they changed quite a bit of the product. So. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. It's a good warning. <laughs> the moral of the story. Well, Ryan, I wish I could joke and say, well, I'm surprised we had a good conversation, <laughs> but we always have good conversations. <laughs> You're great to work with. It was surprisingly good, as always. <laughs> as always. Yeah. But yeah, I think there were some good takeaways. Do you want to maybe go over some? Yeah. So first of all, humor can highlight truths and you can exaggerate certain truths with humor to really get certain points across in your ads. It's important to manage expectations. So like making sure that people really understand the product that you're advertising so that they're not surprised in a bad way when they get it. And what that interaction looks like. Yeah. What that, yeah. How to work with it and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And remember like fall in love with your product and remember what it was like before you fell in love (laughs) with the product. (laughs) You know what I mean? And that that can really help you to advertise that truthfully. We talked about the importance of third-party research, super huge. We love when there's a power claim we can hang our hat on. And then the customer reviews are are one of those ways to find that truth, the, the thing that people love about it, and then you can also highlight those. So, yeah, I, yeah. I'm really grateful that I've been able to work in a place where I was never expected to lie <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. about a product, that I feel like this company has always been focused on, you know, being honest and, you know, doing the best. And and they've been able to, you know, even like with the objections of, sure, you could use books, like <laughs> with your squatty body, <laughs> like they turn it into something better because they recognize maybe the shortcomings of a product. Yeah, yeah. So. I love that too. Instead of just like ignoring it and just like helping people. Right. Don't, you know, don't focus on it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Take it head on. Yeah. Yeah. Great conversation, Caitlin. Sweet. Give me a high five. You guys want to hear a high five? All right. So yeah, (laughs) just keep listening. There's, there's other people smarter than me that also talk on this podcast. Like me. (laughs) Like Ryan, he's been in two. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. right. See you, Caitlin. See you, Ryan and listeners. Bye everybody. (laughs) Bye. You're never too busy to plan your marketing strategy if you have the right fairy video in the back of your head. The Harmon Brothers that brought you ads like Squatty Potty, Lumi, Kodiak Cakes have now created the video strategy in a day for free. 24 hours from now, you could have a year's worth of ads, testing, messaging, and performance assets planned and in your back pocket, along with the rest of the money you made by taking our free advice. Go to harmanbrothers.com forward slash video strategy if you have a business and you like stress-free results. Your profits can't wait to meet you.